On today's episode of Titus and Tate, college basketball practice has officially started. Tate, did you know that? Yeah, John Rothstein is in a suit, and he's walking around practice, and he is tweeting about fifth-year seniors that look great right now. So it is the, about that time. Pre-season I'll be honest. Look. I didn't realize that practice had officially started this week. This mm-hmm. is this is the problem with modern scheduling and modern uh, the way college basketball handles its affairs. I miss Midnight Madness. I do. Yeah. I'm not afraid to say it. I, I miss, and not the like, the bastardized version where uh snoop dog it, and strippers yeah that, that <laughs> no no i definitely don't miss that um <laughs> I, I love that we have that uh i i miss the uh i, I don't miss the the ones where uh also like it yeah like they, they still do them like the can kansas has one does carolina do one yeah no? it's called live action now they changed the name they, they start at 6 30 p.m and mm-hmm. it's like yeah it's for the family it's like th- three and a half weeks into practice mm-hmm. we you know I miss the ones back in the day where we're all staring at the clock. The second it hits midnight, you're allowed to practice. And then all the players run out on the court and all the students are there past midnight and the whole thing, you know. Yeah. That's how you knew, you know, practice. Everyone starts at the exact same time. It was like opening day in baseball. It yes. was like an actual ceremony. And then all the basketball programs that were big time basketball programs, the football team was like, well, there goes the fans. So, you know, like yeah. as soon as midnight struck, they were like, it's gone. Instead, now, you know, practice has started because you just get random, like you said, like <clears throat> random people tweeting from here at first day of practice. Like <clears throat> I saw Fran for Shiloh was at Wyoming practice. Yeah. And I, I was like, I did what? see that as well. Shout out <laughs> like, for everywhere i was like what is this um <laughs> it would have been nicer to like turn on my tv and then just have uh a bunch of you know like a like a around the nation type thing like we're bouncing into kentucky's midnight yeah. madness we're now let's take a look we're at drew timmy's doing drew yeah. timmy things yeah. Yeah. yeah we did not get that <laughs> um but college basketball practice has officially started also uh the other news going on in, in basketball world is nba media days are underway today and you will not believe what a certain superstar had to say about Avatar 2. Oh, my oh God. My oh, my goodness. And folks, did you see Jimmy Butler's hair? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. He said he's getting rid of the hair before the season starts, by the way, which I, I, I'm confused about, but I'm also, okay. Um, Zion is not fat. Uh, or, is that he, is, or is CJ McCollum fat? Because there was a picture of both of them, and CJ McCollum's looking a little fat, and then I think he's doing that to help Zion feel a little bit more comfortable, which he's a great teammate. Sometimes Wait, you have to sacrifice. You think CJ McCollum's fat now? He's been putting on weight to make Zion feel better, more welcome. I'm telling you. Look all right. At the pictures. Well, I, I, Look I, at the pictures. Okay. All right. All right. I respect it. Good teammate. All right. All right. We well, before me, says CJ McCollum. Make your, uh, state your case. We'll talk about <laughs> it. Uh, also, the Pro Bowl's dead. So we're going to go through and draft our top Pro Bowl moments. We're going to each get, we're each going to pick 15, 20. What did we decide on? 15. Or- I only have number one, which is Joe <laughs> Montana stepping out of the back of the end zone in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> that is the one moment that I remember. I remember Sean Taylor killing That's the, the punter. Yeah. I feel I, I feel like this is going to be a quick draft. Sean Taylor, <laughs> when he did that, everyone was like, I think the Pro Bowl probably shouldn't happen. Like, someone's going to get hurt. Someone's going to die. <laughs> um, also, LeBron is uh, officially available. Available. He's officially a free agent <laughs> and wants to play college football, maybe. In the words of Michael Avenatti and Duke, and question Duke. mark, is, yeah. is LeBron going to Duke? Mm-hmm. Is it Ohio State? Where is he going to go? Um, it sounds like the Buckeyes. We'll see. I don't know. To play what sport, though? To, yeah, it's, he also never said football. LeBron said he wants to play. He wants to go back to college. I have a, I have a plan. A, I, I think after, I know what LeBron should do. After graduating from Ohio State, famously, uh, LeBron mm-hmm. James, famous alum of Ohio State, yeah. he now wants to go back to college and uh, play a different sport other than basketball, maybe. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll speculate on that. I can't wait. Uh, there's a ton to talk about, Tate. But first, Woody Durham.
Oh, before we get started, um, I meant to ask Jim this off air, but we're on air, so let's just do it now. Did you did you end up going to Disneyland by yourself? No, <laughs> I did not. I've okay. never. Laughed. We didn't talk. We didn't talk about this on the no, show. We did we not. talked about this? No. Jim I texted both of us on Friday <laughs> and said, "Got one pass to Disneyland <laughs> for whoever wants it." Let's yeah, I it. got a second free ticket. My sister hit me up Wednesday night with a free park hopper pass, which is worth like three hundred dollars or something, two hundred eighty dollars. But it was just one one for one person yeah so i look to see if i'm i'll buy another ticket like if somebody wants to buy another ticket then we just go half price like each or something <laughs> yeah okay you can't buy ticket i couldn't buy tickets for that next day and that and because uh, they do like reservations right I, yeah and I, it was like a yeah. week out and i'm like so i'd have to go by myself <laughs> and the ticket expired on friday <laughs> so i'm like what the hell so yeah, I had tweeted uh, asking if it was weird, which I understood it was because I also tweeted, "Was it weird to go to a concert by myself?" And everyone said no, and I thought it was kind of weird to go to a concert by yourself. I don't, and I did that I, concert. Uh, concert, you can let it slide. I think. I think but concerts it, okay. Movies? It's okay. Movies. Movies. It's okay. Movies is Chuck definitely okay. I go to movies by myself. <laughs> Chuck e. Cheese is where the line is. <laughs> I go to movies by myself. Movies are great by yourself. Disneyland you don't have by to, uh, yourself. At, at our age, I think. Yeah. I think. What if I cleaned up? I shaved flags. the beard. I had a mustache. <laughs> I think movies by yourself are fine. I think concerts, it's fine, but it's like you, you, you just it's gotta, fine. You, you just have to be know. confident. Yeah, you got to be confident. Movies, movies, it's, there's no difference. It's like, you're, who cares? Who cares? The lights are off. You're, I like you're being all, by myself. Nobody's talking anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. SPB. <laughs> um, was he by himself in that of movie? Of course. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly, exactly what he was so. doing. He was yeah. alone. <laughs> yeah. It would have been funny if he, he was, was there with like four people. I was like a group. Um, Concerts, you just have to like be very confident because at some point you're going to be dancing along or something. Or if you're fine by to yourself. dance by yourself and you don't feel like people are looking at you weird or whatever, you're going to be yeah. fine. But if you're if you're thinking about it, you probably should go I with think, someone else. I think I I I can't believe I'm saying this, and this is going to be used against me in the court of law at some point. Um, I'm sure, but I think Disneyland by yourself, you just can't you can't acknowledge that you're doing it. By Parody you. law. I think Parody you, law. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you just have to put your head down and do it. Like if you're going because Disneyland, I'll Literally say this: put your head down and hide your face. I uh, I took my niece to Disneyland. She, her, my sister, brought her daughter out, and uh, right after the NCAA tournament, we went to Disneyland. It was a ton, like being an uncle in Disneyland is like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. It's just, it's it's incredible. You're buying you you know especially when your sister, my sister, was there. So like my niece and I would go to places, and she'd be like, "I want to buy this," and I'd be like, "Yes, you can absolutely buy this. Ask your mom." <laughs> And then, so I wouldn't. Uncle Mark says I, yes. yes. So I got to say yes, but then not actually buy anything. Yeah. Um. But what I was gonna say was like I what I my trip to Disneyland I learned it is more adult friendly than I realized in that like there's there's a lot of uh, uh the, the one side of the park you can drink a lot. That's like, what my they, brother they, you was saying. I mean? Yeah. He, he so was like, I actually, like parents like it. It's I actually think you could go as an adult and have a good time. So like I think there's a way you go by yourself. You put your head down. You just go get drunk. But like if you once you start telling people, hey, I'm here by myself. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a no go. And you don't want to be a Disney dolt, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like those those types are different. They're almost like Scientologists, you know what I mean? And I can yes. see Jim going there by himself, going to the alcohol area, <laughs> and then somehow becoming friends with these <laughs> Disney dolts and getting adopted by them. And then all you of should, a sudden, he's at Disney should, every week. You should be a Disney uh, <laughs> mascot for the show for content, just for like a month. You're just like goofy. One of my friends yeah. did that. He was like a Tweety Bird and like, <laughs> at like Warner Brothers in Australia. He said um, it's like 130 degrees in that costume. It's like Cousin Greg. And you switch out of that costume every 30 minutes. You go through like 11 of them a day. You, they have like multiple ones because it's so hot in there that you're like 
every half hour you go back, you put on a different one. So that's, that's why they go disgusting. back and change shifts. Yeah, I always just thought that they were taking a lot of breaks. You know what I yeah. mean? I was like, God, these guys had the life. They just like come out for five minutes and mascots get to a break. today. <laughs> it's not the same. Yeah. So you, you didn't go as the final. Nah. It right. was within 500 yards of a school. So I <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right well honestly that was the funniest text i got on friday i got up to oakland and then i'm looking at my phone and jim's like anyone want to go to disneyland with me i might go solo i never i never i meant to ask before i asked kyle show, he couldn't and... go because he has moses and he yeah. also said lana would kill him so that's right kyle I was like was... she would kill you for this oh man i, I meant to ask uh, before the show and i, I didn't so i'm glad you asked glad we got i mean that was record. a good laugh i needed a good laugh to start the show um should we talk about uh should we talk about Ime Hidoka? yeah we, maybe? we should do a follow-up do a follow-up yeah. do some cleanup so mm -hmm. la the last show we did we were talking about the uh the if you don't know the Ime Hidoka news uh google it maybe i guess i don't know um, but also I mean, don't worry because nobody knows. Nobody knows. I was going to say, you could Google it all you want, but you're still not going to find anything I was going to say, last show we did, we were, we were, uh, trying not to speculate, but also trying to read the tea leaves and we were, uh, uh, you know, trying to make sense of what the hell was going on. Um, fast forward to today. We still don't know what the hell is going on. Mm -hmm. Um, there's still, it's still not exactly clear. I will say doing a follow up from, from last show, it is, it, it warms my heart to see how much people hate Woj. I do, I do like that yeah. because I, I thought, not that I thought that I was like some, you know, I, I'm not trying to be like Kyrie Irving here where like, I think I'm a badass hero who's like, you you're know, like, speaking I'm, so, out I'm for sorry the voiceless. for trying, trying to save people. Yeah. My I was, bad. I wasn't, yeah. I don't think I was that, but I, I didn't necessarily think it was like a, a popular opinion to be like, mm -hmm. Woj is not only not cool, like he's actively bad and he's yes. terrible and he's like yes. also a horrible person mm -hmm. and get this man out of not only my face, but all of basketball and masquerading as a journalist yeah. and basically by default ruining journalism. So I thought, um, I thought there's a chance we might get a little blowback on like how hard we go in on what and the exact opposite happened. And like, it was very refreshing to see so many people be like, yeah, yeah. this guy's terrible. He's the absolute worst. And, uh, so that that's that's one little follow up I wanted to do was that I like that the tide is turning and people are the seeing tide is turning and I think this could be a tipping point and also if you watch so the they had a press conference the Celtics did Brad Stevens uh -huh. Wick Grosbeck the the owner they have they have their full you know breakdown of what all happened and Brad Stevens spent you know about a minute and thirty seconds basically like you know very choked up and very honest and genuine I thought from what I saw and he was basically like what happened from the fallout of the situation and what happened, you know, with the women on our staff is inexcusable. And mm -hmm. I think as he was saying that I'm sitting there at least, and I'm thinking we're all trying to blame Twitter, which is like just the common man, right? There's this public domain space, but we all know who to blame is. Yes. And it is Woj. It's and, Woj. and I think him even saying that you can connect the dots. And I think that's why it could be a tipping point because if you're one of these NBA franchises, if you're the group of 30 owners, you say, this guy's bad for business. And I think it's the first time that they've had this moment where it's like, this is bad for business. And he is, he, he's actually not on our side. He's actually not helping us. He's actually not promoting the league. You know what I mean? But he got, he got the information somehow. So like From the owners. So he's like, they obviously not think he's good Not from the Celtics for... owners, but from another owner. He gets all of his information. I'll break the fourth wall. He gets all of his information from the owners, right? Right, but I'm saying, like, I, I, so I, no, another, I understand so how it happens, but you saying he's bad for business, then if he's bad for business, why are they feeding him? Who's, like, you know what I mean? Someone that wants the Celtics, Celtics to go dirty down. laundry to be out in the world. Of so, course. So he'll always have that function within the league, though. It's like he'll But always... if one owner feels like I'm not safe because of him, that changes the whole dynamic because it kind of was like all 30 owners were like, this is our mouthpiece. We feed this guy the information we yeah. want to be fed, and then he puts it out how we want to put it out. You know what I mean? But he broke 
the code. He basically put a little finger, you know? <laughs> That's really what happened, like to put a verb to it. And then, he, then this all comes out, and the Celtics are obviously, rightfully so, saying this is internal. This was an internal private investigation. We hired, they they did an IARP, like what Kansas and all these other yeah. people, they hired their own law firm. They said, we're going to investigate ourselves. We're going to keep the NBA out of it. But still it comes out. I mean, that's someone, that that is, there's a, an intent behind that. And Woe should not protect what they thought he was going to protect, which I why I think it could be a tipping point. You've gotten, uh, you've gotten smarter. You used to say he little fingered them. And then just... <laughs> You used to say that all the time. Now you said he he pulled a little. He finger. pulled a little finger. Yeah. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> I miss the days when you used to be like, "Woe's little finger, the owners." Yeah. And then the whole ringer staff said, "They're like, what do you say?" <laughs> um. No. So. Uh. Uh. Yeah. I. I. Uh, I. I. That, that was good. encouraging. It's though, good. It was. It's good. It good to see the the the. You know, I'm, I'm not going to pretend like Woj is 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 hashtag done in this business or anything, but uh. You know, I, I I was surprised. I was I was, it was nice to see people be like, yeah, he kind of does suck, and he does nothing for us, and and all that. Uh, so where do we stand now, Joe Mazzula, Um, I can't believe I really can't believe that this man is a head coach of the yeah. Celtics. Uh, no disrespect to the Mazzula family and to uh West Virginia fans everywhere, and but it's just it, it, this might be more of a function of um how old I'm getting, Tate. That just like a guy like <laughs> like a guy that I vividly remember playing in college is now the head coach of the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Um or even John Shire coaching Duke. Yeah. Like I mean that, it, even it for me. me like yeah. I I feel like it's insane that Joe Mazzula is the coach of the Celtics. Well it's weird it's weird to think that Evan Turner was on the staff for the Celtics and there's it's a plausible scenario where if Evan continues coaching like he basically my understanding from is Evan was like got into coaching after he got them playing was like yeah this isn't for me like i just don't, yeah. I, don't I don't enjoy doing it um so he decided to podcast i guess um mm. but if you would have stuck around with the celtics it's a plausible scenario where evan turner's the head coach the celtics which would and be let me incredible. tell you if if i woke up the other day to, to the news that evan turner was the head coach of the celtics i don't know what i mean you <clears> want to <throat> talk about like living in an alternate reality <laughs> no you have a billy madison moment you're like glad i talked to that guy yeah, and yeah. we squash the beef and you call him up and you say evan what do you need what do you need from me i'm a, I'm a sword my, i'm a sword for you my question though is is brad stevens hiring joe mazula or, or I, I, how does it work are you hiring him are you are you you're you, placing you're, him you're, you're you're tabbing him as the yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. um is he diluting the boston celtics brand where uh, you're you're now and like like being the head coach of the Celtics when Brad Stevens became the head coach of the Celtics, it was a massive deal because it was like th this man he couldn't say no to the Celtics. That's why he was leaving Butler. He, he would have said no to a million other jobs. But man, this is the Boston Celtics. This is the premier NBA franchise. This is. But now when Joe Mazzulla is your head coach, dude, you know mm. what I'm saying? Like at what point are we diluting the brand here? Is this bad for Celtics business? That, yeah. That Joe Mazzulla is now the head coach. I think it might be. I think it might be I think because at this there's point, also baggage that comes with Mazzulla, right? That's all come out, and he's had uh, uh, has a history, right? And then Brad Stevens is sitting up there and he's answering these questions. So it's like you go from this one scandal, yeah. you're answering questions. You're like, you're like, we got this guy in, and they're like, okay, well, follow up. Yeah. What about 2009? Brad, and your that, coach. Yeah. This, when, when your coach, the scandal that your coach is involved in, do you feel like this is? And he's like, you're gonna have to clarify. Yeah, he's like, which, which one? one? <laughs> um. What the hell is going on with the Doka though? <laughs> yeah. Like what what so I, I think at this point I've I've seen enough to know um the, the he, he's 
what whatever happened was bad obviously like whatever and, they, like, and they, like, there's they, no misunderstanding yeah i mean matt matt barnes did this video right yeah. and then everyone you know we one of the things people like about matt barnes me personally is that he's very seemingly genuine and very honest and when you know he t he told the real story of his Derek fisher situation which was i mean that was straight out of television you know what i mean mm -hmm. and it was like he was he was like here is my first person narrative of what <laughs> happened and what transpired you know you like i appreciate that so for him to come out who's had some issues, you know what I mean? And say, it's worse is than crazy. I thought. <laughs> yeah. This is crazy. You know, like that automatic, but again, it's all speculation, but he says that and all, and all of a sudden we all go, oh, okay, well there, there must be more here. And then Wick grows back. The, the owner says there was, a, it was a volume of violations. It wasn't just one specific instance. So it's like, Again, all speculation, but it seems to be worse than maybe even we could imagine. But Brian Windhorst's voice, let me go ahead and wag my fingers. Mm -hmm. It feels like everybody knows what happened. Like, this isn't, no, it feels like a lot of people in the NBA community know what's going on, which is why Matt Barnes uh, endangers himself and all of the people driving on the road around him mm -hmm. <laughs> to make a video of himself as he's driving to say, This is bad, you guys. This is a, what do you say? Is a hundred times uglier than I thought? Yeah. Right, hundred times, a hundred times uglier. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, I, you know, and then he goes on to say, like, I don't want to be, I, it's not my place to be the one that says what's going on. But then you're like, if Matt Barnes knows what's going on or what happened or what yeah. the situation is, surely there's a lot of people in the NBA world that know what's what happened. But Brian Windhorst's voice, <laughs> no one wants to talk, Tate. Now, why is that? Yeah. Why is that? Well, because Ime Udoka, I mean, by all intents and purposes, I mean, he just took the Boston Celtics to the finals in his first year as a head coach. That's pretty good, right? So, like, he is someone that the NBA was like, we're invested. Boston Celtics were invested in his career, in this person. He's going to be a successful coach. We think he's a really good coach. So, I think they were trying to protect him, especially by doing their own internal investigation. Because what people don't realize, if the NBA does the investigation, just like Robert Sarver, it's going to be public. And then we all know. The fans know. The media knows. Yeah. We're all reading every single detail. That's what happened with Sarver. Everyone's reading every detail, and they're like, this is the suspension for this? Get this guy out of here, and now he's going to sell the teams. You know what I mean? So that information and that that investigation was not done by the NBA, so they can't release it publicly. The Celtics are never going to release it publicly, which... But it, it feels like it's already re like if, yeah, it's exactly. released in the sense that like people... like Matt it's Barnes out. doesn't work for the Celtics. Matt Bar out. How does Matt Barnes know that it's a hundred times uglier? And then if Matt Barnes knows, surely somebody knows that at some point he's going to say, here's... Here's the actual details. And yet nobody wants to be the one that steps up and is like, I'm doing a public service or I'm doing like, I, I guess that's a good thing. They could be sued. Lawsuit. Yeah. Money. Is it just legal? Duh, the money. Yeah. money. The money. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is it, it I, I guess the, the, the debate I've been having with myself is like how much of this is, does the public need to know? You know, like this, yeah. is, is the public entitled to know what the hell you made Doka? Is suspended for that is always the moral quandary with any of these investigations yeah. right it's like when do we get into you're a public persona so this is public information versus this is a private matter that is a that is a private situation you know and that is the fine line and it sounds like by all accounts with the celtics they were i guess blown away by what they found in their month-long investigation and the craziest part about all this to me just from a basketball standpoint because that's how i think about it this guy's in the finals coaching in the finals and is under investigation by his own franchise that he's coaching for. Was he under investigation during the finals? Yeah. <laughs> was he really? Yeah. I thought it was July. It was in Ju or June, right? I thought it was in June. Oh. 
or maybe it was July, July. but regardless it's, it was, it's like right no, it's I, right I around that time where it's like oh my god no, it's a wild three-month window for the but and he had obviously. to have some sort of sense of there like there were things happening right leading up to the finals and then it all comes like yeah just cascades down right there and it's it's crazy how quick this whole thing turned out and turned into a so story. jim how do you think that like I, I, the lawsuit that makes sense so matt barnes comes out like you, matt barnes knows the story he knows everything that happened um but if he says you know if he gets like one thing wrong he's doug Gottlieb. but not even then, that i i mean though with like the celtics or anyone else actually you know giving full details like whatever's yeah. disclosed i don't know so but, i don't know what you could say publicly that happened if it's like in an office what happens i don't know but at, so, at some point this is gonna like the story's gonna get out yeah so at some point sure. somebody's gonna say and I, it, I don't know if it's Matt Barnes on his it's podcast. It's going to be Ime After Ime Udoka in a sit-down interview. He's going to do a sit-down interview, and he's going to tell Katie what Kirk. really happened. Matt, I think it's going to. I think it. Matt Barnes <laughs> at at, a, at some point is going to be doing like, or, or somebody like Matt Barnes is going to keep it a little too real, and is going to be talking about a hypothetical coach doing hypothetical things. It could be Draymond. And then everybody's going to be like, Kyrie? All right, he's very obviously talking it about. It could be Draymond. Like, yeah, it's, like it's, it's someone like, with a podcast that that has like an open microphone that once the scuttlebutt gets around, there's someone that like alludes, like you said, they allude to a situation scenario and everyone's like, well, obviously we know what you're talking about. What about Kyrie? Voice of the voiceless? <laughs> no, Draymond has like a, like Patrick Beverly on his podcast. Yeah. And they're and just talking. They're just talking about like being yeah. in the league. Pat for a Beverly long time. also has a podcast. He's someone that could. Definitely... Well, there you go. So they're they're just talking about being in the league for a long time and some of the things you've seen. And then you're just like, I dude, I've heard of coaches doing X Y Z, but they they get a little too loose with like mm -hmm. what they're explaining a coach doing, where everyone's like, that's definitely Imeodoka, is it not? Yeah. Um, I think that's how it gets out. It's like slow breadcrumbs in that way of people not directly saying, okay, so guys, I got all the details. Here are all the details. It's going to be more, but it's just so fascinating because it just feels like it's not a secret. But yet, I don't, I don't know the secret. Do you know the secret? I don't know the secret. Tate, tell us what you know. I don't know anything. Say it. We have no, we have no information here. All we have is speculation, just like the rest of the world, which is hilarious. But also at the Why same time, why are you time, winking at me? <laughs> is there something in your eye? M A U Doka. Jim, air quotes. Yeah, why is air bunnies? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I will say it does say a lot to me that he didn't resign and that he's willing to be reevaluated in a year, which means he thinks if it all comes out, he would not get hired again as a head coach. He's not getting hired again. He's not. I think he's done. That seems to be what everyone's saying. Yeah. I mean, like I, I, Matt, that, that is that is like. I don't, listen, Matt Barnes might have been told something wrong, though. I guess that is a possibility. I was thinking that too. Somebody told Matt Barnes just to like fuck with him. Or, like, I told just to... you the day that it was all happening, the stuff that people were telling me, and it was all misinformation for the most part. You know what I mean? I was like, "What in the hell?" So you didn't know here? that. Maybe that Maybe happened, and Matt Barnes is believed the first person that said that. Yeah, but I like the reason. Th this isn't an original observation. I think it's the observation everybody had when they saw Matt Barnes uh, make make his video. Um, the fact that it's Matt Barnes, Tate. Like if, mm. if <laughs> yeah, if it was someone else in the, uh, like I said, it, Matt Barnes is a pretty straight, he's a straight shooter, right? I mean, like the fact that he's saying it, you're like, okay. But Matt Barnes has seen some shit. Exactly. Matt Bar like if if it was just like Ime Udoka had an affair, Matt Barnes would not say exactly. That's okay. So I bring up, brought up the Derek Fisher thing. I'm like, he's seen, he, yes, exactly. he's seen drama like of that sense. And I think the Derek Fisher situation, if it was just an affair, would be crazier than like. 
you know what was happening but there's, a, there's a possibility he was he was he was led false information so like whatever matt, matt barnes's reaction is completely irrelevant because he's reacting to a fault i don't know dude. plus what the a rest, wild story well the rest of the league too i mean boston has you know obviously a stranglehold because of their history and things like that so the rest of the league i mean these these other owners and stuff they're not bashful and enjoying i think a little bit of this you know what i mean i think that they're yeah. they're all it's like desperate housewives you know what i mean it's all these guys gossiping about what's happening who knew what is brad stevens handling this right can he handle this moment do they need a veteran leadership someone like danny ainge to shepherd them through this time the, that's all the stuff that's coming out the way it's the way it's gone down so far though i, I don't know how Emei doka comes back to coach the celtics that doesn't either. seem like that's possible possible yeah um he could get reassigned. He might agree to something where he's like yeah. designated. But then why suspend? I don't know, dude. That's what's so wild about it all. And the fact that we still don't really know. Is, let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the good news is, like you said, to, to bring it full circle back to how we started this, the reason why this all came out the way that it did and the reason why it's such a ridiculous drama is because of Woj. Woj did this. But so do you think do you think if uh if if Woj and 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 Sham Shams 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 Some people say Shams, some people yeah, say Shams, whatever. tomato tomato. I've yeah. heard him say Shams, so I say Shams. Okay. Cool. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. That guy. Um, <laughs> Another insider. If they uh if they don't tweet it cuz like just going back to the uh uh what the public deserves to know all that kind of stuff. What do you think the timeline like where the, the Celtics we're going to have their, I don't know if they're going to have the press conference the mm -hmm. day after, but the, the decision was coming, right? That they were going to suspend Ime. It's not like this was going to be brushed under the rug until opening night. And then Ime Adoka is not on the bench. And everyone's like, wait, what the hell's going on here? Mm -hmm. Like this was going to be a story before they, right? Would yeah, you but agree it, with that? yeah, exactly. But it was going to be dictated on the terms of the Celtics. And, and Woj basically took that, that leverage point away from them and open it up to chaos really and that is why they're all up in arms because they're like we did this independent investigation where we hired our own law firm to do this and then we made this executive decision now we're going to report the decision and give you the details as much as we would like to give you yeah but Woj was like caught wind of it the sea he's on the sea caught yeah. wind and was like i'm getting run with this i still think for what it's worth and this is not me defending Woj because Woj is an egomaniac and a loser and uh is is an absolute goober that that serves no purpose to the basketball community um so does he like I, basketball i'm not defending him but uh if like I, I still think we're we're in a position where we don't really know the details like the Celtics come out and they say like before media day i guess before media day maybe you have to do it because like he doka doesn't come to media days he doesn't talk to any of the media or whatever because uh you don't want him there for that so maybe the Celtics were going to suspend him before that yeah they still make that decision. There's still going to be the curiosity and like the 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 people are going to be like, okay, so what the hell happened? And the Celtics would, if they, you know, at that point they're going to keep it internal, and not really talk about it. But I mean, the the speculation is going to run wild, nonetheless. Yeah. It's going to run rampant regardless, like you said. And at the end of the day, uh, the owner goes back or whatever said he was like, "There's no precedent for this. There's no guidelines." And he was like, "I made the decision." I thought it had to be a harsh punishment of some sort. And this is what I thought the harshest punishment punishment was. So the fact that they were like, we can't, we can't let him get away with this essentially. Like we have to do something. And they settled but on the a year long suspension. It's like, I, I think just turban like like we've all said. It's but the like, longer you go without telling people what happened, the the, the, like more, the worse it builds in exactly, our head. It's like that's the human nature. You're like, how bad could it be? And then you hear a hundred times worse, and you're like. <laughs> I know what worse is a hundred times it, you know, and that 
Hold on, hold on. It's like folklore. I just got a text message. Oh no. Scoop? From a yeah, from an NBA guy. <laughs> Let me read it real quick. Oh my no. He's telling me what, what happened. Oh no. Hang on, let me read through this real quick. I'm not gonna <laughs> read it on air, but I'm gonna just skim through it. Oh my god. No. Holy sh- holy oh my god. Dude. That's 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 bad. All right, all right. We can move on. A thousand times worse. I would say a thousand times worse. Wow. That's so. What? What? Eh. I I probably shouldn't (laughs) say. But it's. I would say a thousand (laughs) times worse than. Then how bad Matt Barnes thought it was. I would say it's a hundred times worse than that. You think? You know what? So that that's. Is that a thousand? Yeah, I think it's a thousand. You know what I need to solidify? That's a thousand times worse. I need Rick Pitino to tweet. Oh my goodness! Just heard the news on Ma Udoka. I would love to share it, but it will not be me. And everyone's like, everyone's like Rick Pitino Rick, thinks he's a thousand times worse. Or he just tweets the picture of him with the salt when he was a Celtics coach. It's the logo behind him, and he says Rick Pitino is not walking through that door. <laughs> um, Honestly, the Celtics should hire Pitino. Can we pivot to media days? Because Please. I one of the funniest parts of uh, the NBA media days going on today is the juxtaposition of you have on on one hand you have the Celtics who are, looks like they're in, they're doing like a murder trial. Every mm-hmm. every Boston Celtic that just gets in front of a microphone is like, you know, under oath. Solemn and, 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 yeah. and, and just like trying not to say anything. And they're like fifth. They're like, yeah. what do you say? They're like fifth. And also on that side of the spectrum, you have like Kyrie Irving talking about how big of a hero he is. Yeah. And Kevin Durant saying, I um, never, I never wanted to trade. Yeah. And why would you doubt? Why would you doubt I want to be here? I wrote Durant's quote down. I don't feel like I've got to prove anything to net fans after three years. I'm committed to moving forward with this team. If you've got doubts, that's on you. Yeah. <laughs> I requested the trade. It didn't work out. Uh, so if you now don't trust that I want to be here, that's your, that's your, that's your, problem. That's your problem. Yeah. What, what, what did I do? What did I do that <laughs> you think that I don't want to be here other than request a trade? <laughs> it's like the definition of gaslighting. Yeah. It's and like, then wait a now second. Ben Simmons is like fighting back for like just out of nowhere. He somehow got empowered. Which He's I got guess like is, confidence. Yeah. I guess it's cool because like hopefully that makes him a good basketball player. But yeah. it's also like, I mean, that doesn't undo what we all like. Mm. I'm, I don't know. I, I'm certainly not buying any of the bullshit that he's selling, but maybe somebody out there is. Um so, like, you have the the Celtics and the Nets on that side, and then on the ben other Simmons side, has been selling this same shit since day one. You know, since I mean? LSU, dude. I mean, literally, literally, <laughs> his whole life. Yeah, we. Yeah, um, I've seen this before. So, but but uh, NBA media days is is that, and then you flip to the other side, and it's like it's it's Giannis and Steph in a love affair with each other, and it's mm-hmm. like Jimmy Butler growing his hair out and laughing about that, and Taylor Rooks interviewing Jimmy Butler, which someone pointed out to me. That uh, you got to keep an eye on Taylor Rooks interviews with NBA players because it's the funniest thing ever to watch them like stick their chest out and like pretend like they're yeah they're they're like basically just flirting on the air with Taylor Rooks yeah. it's amazing and Taylor's awesome and Taylor's just like basically laughing at them I mean she was laughing at Jimmy she was like I can't Jimmy, what are you now. doing I can't unsee it so someone pointed that out to me every time I see Taylor Rooks interviewed an NBA player I can't see it yeah they're trying to like out cool the other guy yeah. <laughs> but uh, that juxtaposition is cracking me up today watching like yeah like is Jimmy Butler gonna cut his hair and also does Jalen Brown know what email is? <laughs> yeah it's like it's like what's going on here and then they, they cut to Memphis and it's like just straight up like just Memphis just propaganda being pushed out it's like John Moran just in rap videos it's amazing i mean memphis is the most fun but now they're like too far there you know what i mean like it was fun last year with memphis but now i feel like everyone's now drinking the kool-aid there yeah. like going there like hyping them up or whatever so that's this whole other thing and then steph like you said steph and Giannis are the 
sort of the the equilibrium like the 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 NBA is like, okay, thank God we have nice Steph and nice Giannis. And Giannis, will you do a dad joke for us? And Steph, show us your your, your finals MVP trophy. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, and then back to Boston Celtics. <laughs> back now. to Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in Brooklyn, <laughs> Kyrie Irving is bringing up Alex Jones again. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's, uh, cut, to, uh, cut to Chris Paul in Phoenix. To, yeah. And he's like, you know, the Sarver situation. Yeah, what, we got to get Paul, him out of here. You, how many times did Sarver use the N-word uh, in front, around you? <laughs> yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, what are these questions? Cut to LA. Then, LeBron's taking to, pictures yeah. with Westbrook. And he's like, we running it back. Lakers fans are all in the comments. Please trade him. Please trade him. That, that I guess, is... Uh, <laughs> That, that's the appeal of NBA media days to me is just like you, you get a sense of what the season is like yeah, it's from like day a, one. It's on like day a preview one, yeah. and it's all just like based off videos of these guys just like flexing with basketball. You also get a sense of uh, how the how the local media is going to treat everybody because uh, I, I'm fascinated by that. Like by and large, from 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 where I sit, NFL media seems to be pretty consistent across the board. I know some franchises pretend like they're, you know, like the New York media is like we're they might think that they're harder on you know, or, or Philly media is like, man, being yeah. a Philadelphia Eagle is one of the hardest things because, boy, mm-hmm. these fans in this media, I feel like that's everywhere. I feel like every NFL media, um, they, they, you know, they, they, they start from a position of like, our team sucks until they prove otherwise. Yeah. And then I'll start. And even we'll when they believing. do prove otherwise, they're like, this shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Here's why. Maybe the one <laughs> exception is is like Kansas City right now. I yeah. I feel like Kansas City... They're just propagating. They're they're at all at all times. Being Seattle like used to be like that with the Seahawks. A little where it was bit. just like we're going to propagate. But every franchise is like we're 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 not. Mm-hmm. Like, no one's carrying. It does, again, this is just my thoughts, but it doesn't feel like any NFL fran any like beat writer is carrying water for no. like the. No, it feels like every team sucks. Every quarterback sucks. Well, until, let's, let's be honest. If you're a beat writer and you're writing positive puff pieces, basically every other writer, beat writer, journalist in the the vicinity that are that are all the press conferences, they hate you. Yeah, they, they literally hate you, and they're in like, the NFL. It, it, I mean, in most sports, honestly, I disagree with the NBA because I think what I was going <laughs> to well, say the was NBA, the NBA, NBA is a little bit of a incestuous, like let's like all you know NBA Twitter. You know, it's the perfect word to kind of. I was going to say NFL. Uh, there's like a consistency across the league from my perspective that like the guys who write about the Dallas Cowboys think the Cowboys suck, suck yeah. just as much as the guy who writes about the Rams. He's like the Rams. Rams suck. The Rams suck. Uh-huh. The Ra- will, will the Rams ever figure it uh-huh. out? Um, will Sean McVay ever yes. get this right? Yeah. And that is like kind of a consistent. <laughs> he just won the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of a consistent. You know, obviously as the season <laughs> progresses and like the Dolphins are three and zero, maybe the Dolphins guys are like, mm-hmm. "Wow, this is Mike McDaniel's figuring some stuff." You know, but that seems to be like a consistent thing. Whereas the NBA, it's it's all over the place, and that's what's so like a, a, a thing like NBA Media Day. To me, I immediately learn how the media, the local media, is going to. Uh, like the Lakers media hates the Lakers. Yeah, they, they hate this Lakers team. Of course, they're done with this Lakers team. Yeah. They haven't even tipped off yet. Mm-hmm. They haven't even played one game. Straight up, they don't need to play a game. We all see it. They're going to be terrible. Um, and the Lakers media hates that. And so, the, like, you, you read that right away. Whereas, like, the Heat media are like, Jimmy, your hair. Tell me more about your hair. Jimmy's like, I just thought I'd grow it out. And then they start laughing. You know, like Reese Davis on the set of College Game Day. <laughs> yeah, like, you know? like, oh my god, cackling. you did it yeah. again. Yeah. Ah. And Jimmy's like, I just want to mess with the internet. And they're like, yeah. God, uh, Jim, classic Jimmy. Isn't he the best? And that tells me the Heat are going to be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I think the Nets are going to have problems. I think the Celtics are going to have problems. Yeah. I think the Lakers are going to have problems. Um, the the funniest thing, the Lakers, they, they put a picture up of LeBron, Westbrook, and AD. 
the the same three guys yeah. on the team last year, and then they put the caption "A new journey begins," and so all the comments are like, "What the hell?" Um, a new journey. A new journey begins that we've already seen. That we've already seen. Um, I think the I think the Sixers are going to be good based solely off the fact that I I have yet to see uh, anybody grill Doc Rivers about his tweets. No, they, like they let him go. And I think if the Sixers were a quote unquote dumpster fire, that's question one out of the gate. Is like Doc. How horny are you right now? Yeah, because they're, <laughs> they're trying to get him out of town, but they're not trying to run Doc yeah, out of town exactly. because he and Maxie have a great relationship. And Maxie even said, I watched the the Sixers press conference, and Maxie's like, you know, coach said it's a we versus, you know, it's a we over me year. You know, we're going to choose we. And it is true. Like, if Joel Embiid is really bought in, I mean, the only big man, there's two big men that can stop him. It's Jokic, the MVP, and Giannis, right? So, like, two guys can stop that guy in the entire league. Okay, well, that's a good start. James Harden. Seems like he's lost. Jim said 100 pounds. Is that what Harden said? That's what he says, yeah. Wow. I mean, that is absolutely it's hilarious. Modern. He just shaved his beard, I think. That's it. It's a modern science miracle. Well, Zion should call out. him and see like Dude, what? Zion looks good. I disagree with you. I, I, I only I, saw one picture. I'm the Zion fat whisperer. Yeah. Um, Zion is is right now for today as of as of I'm going to timestamp it because it might change by the time he gets I to only bed. saw one picture but CJ McCollum actually looked fatter than Zion as of September 26 at 12:47 Pacific time uh -huh. Zion not fat okay that might change by tomorrow I yeah. don't know yeah but right now depends on the night honestly I he didn't even look like him like even his face was like a little tight oh wow and then he's talking about how good he feels and all you know I I Zion not fat I don't know how he I did saw a it. picture of David Griffin smiling like in the background, and that was the picture I'm talking about. And it's CJ McCollum right here. Yeah. And it's a profile shot. And Zion right here. And CJ McCollum is definitely thicker than Zion. But they're like laughing. And I'm thinking to myself, I this is old Zion, right? But maybe it's like he's so thin, you know, in this no, new dude, revamp. You gotta you gotta find another angle. Cause okay. I, I I hear what you're saying. They do like this was a Duke trick. Duke did this all yeah. the time when Zion yeah. was there, that the forced perspective of, mm -hmm. you know, like you put him next to certain things and uh, oh, they let, have the right lens, let him right get, angle. Let him jump into the pool with his shirt on. Like they, they, they pulled all those tricks. Um, but I, I, there, there were multiple angles, dude. You can't hide it. And, okay. And yeah. As, as I, I've, I've been on the Zion fat beat for, for years. Yeah. I, still, I invented it. I still <laughs> have the, I still have the URL is zionfat.com. Yeah. I still own that. So <laughs> if anyone wants is zionfat.com, it is up for sale. Uh, to this well, day. update it. Update the website. I, I put should, no. Put, no. Yeah. Just yes or no. <laughs> And you have to put a timestamp because yeah. it can change. Yes. The winds yes. are blowing. Yes. Much like a Monday, September 26th at 12.06 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Zion Williamson, not fat. Much like Woj is reporting, though, the, the winds are blowing it, it, all over the place. Yeah. It, it can we, change. We, yeah. <laughs> the seas change, unfortunately. Our sources are saying that, oh, he's, he, he is now downing three beignets. It is, ooh, the winds are blowing ooh. back. Also, do you care about the Hawks? Because like, I feel like the Hawks... Sure, I'll care about the Hawks. Let's care about the Hawks. I care about the Hawks. I think they're going to be fun. And I think that people disrespect Trey Young because of Lucas still, for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. People don't like Trey Young. I, I don't mind Trey Young. But I really like DeJounte Murray, and I like that backcourt. So I'm going to watch the Hawks. I'm going to give them... They, they want Do the they hype. have any media day? Anything? It's just they... pictures of the, the big three, you know, which is John Collins is the third. Shout out John Collins, John the Baptist. But yeah, it's the three of them. And then uh, Clint Capella's in there too. Trying to think. And of it just says ATL. Who has the most boring media day uh, in the NBA? The Hornets has been pretty funny. 
because uh, Lamelo's funny. You know, did you see that? They, they signed play? Leangelo too. Yeah, like, we, uh, and we got the ball the family. Two-way or something. Ball in the family. Yeah. No, he's he's on the team now. He's got a. He's on the spot. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we're just trying to placate our franchise player. And what does he want? He wants his brother on the team. And I'm like, put his brother on the freaking team, dude. At the end of the day, like we're not gonna win anything. And I'll watch Leangelo ball and and Lamelo play with each other. And like him slowly take Miles Bridges' minutes. And why not and, get Lonzo? Because Lonzo would actually get minutes. Well, he's hurt. He doesn't want to actually he's hurt too much. He doesn't want to actually play with his brother. He just wants his brother on the bench to. He wants to the brother that's up. not going to take his. He wants what Giannis has, which is basically like the Nasus over there being his hype man. Yeah, you don't want the brother that's going to take, take shots your minutes. From you. Yeah, take exactly. Your <laughs> and if you're Lamelo, like you can tell Leangelo not to shoot. You're like, that's mine. That's my shot. And he'll he has to listen at that point. Like your dad has already kind of laid down. You know what it is like. Lamelo's first priority, Lonzo's second, Lanzo's third. I mean, he told us that from the start. Oh man, um, I'm uh, I'm trying to think of who the most the boring, boring me one. day. I mean, the Thunder, Thunder, boring. But I mean, kind of fun. It would have been fun if Home if Chet was yeah. not hurt. But like, what is there? Orlando's kind of fun now. I mean, they probably would have been boring before, but I think they're pretty interesting actually this year. Um. Clippers are interesting because Kawhi is playing John Wall. John Wall yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, they're fun to watch. I mean, are are they should be? There's actually a lot of uh, like you know these these betters, these underground betters that kind of know what's going to happen. That have Clippers winning the title. That's like the uh, big dark horse bet right now. What kind of circles are you running in? These underground dark, dark circles, <laughs> dark dark circles, and they love the Clippers. And I'm like, I don't know, guys. They're the Clippers. You know, it's kind of the Chargers. Yeah, like, people were coming to me about the Chargers losing the Jaguar, Jim. You know, I'm like, this is the Chargers. What this is what happens? We lose games. You you should win, and we choke when the pressure's on us and expectations we, are on we, us. You know, that's just what it. That's what happens. Um, did you see uh uh, Andy Katz put out his power thirty six today? Yeah, love that. Number one, Tar Heels. Number your one, North Carolina Tar Heels. Yeah. I appreciate that from Andy Katz because I mean, Andy Katz knows what the media game is, and he's like, blue blood brings back their entire team. Number one. Why have we not had Andy on, Jim? Do we have a reason? He's been have playing tennis. It? He's been playing a lot of tennis, from what I can tell. He's he he's yeah. What, what do you say? He, does he paddleboard? Is that what, is that the other thing Probably. he said, or am I making that up? Tennis and like, I mean, I, sounds I, like he's making it up. I picture Andy Katz on a stand up paddleboard. He got like, really like uh yeah. He he was like I I do this like I'm out here playing tennis. I'm really good. I'm also a great paddleboarder. He was like I do activities in the off season. We're like okay, Andy. Andy getting in, Andy becoming like great at tennis, so he can go to the country club and smoke everybody at tennis. It's and like awesome. he, he's just reaching a level now where every at, at the exact same time everybody's quitting tennis and playing pickleball. Mm -hmm. It's a sad story. It is That's sad. sad. I, I hate was, to see I, you that. know. So hopefully his skills translate. It's and, like and, I'm playing and, golf a lot. And I'm getting really good, and then all of a sudden it's gonna be like putt putts, a new thing, and I'm like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Why did I learn all this? <laughs> yeah, putt putt. Yeah, college basketball practice is underway, but it sucks, dude. Because like midnight madness, like that. that it, it sucks how. Um, not exciting today is i guess yeah this used to be like a i wouldn't say a holiday in the eh, kind of a holiday like it as far hit. as college basketball calendar yeah. goes, it was a holiday and it was cool to it see hit. what yeah. programs did midnight madness and like you know who what teams thought they were gonna be really good this year like obviously this year if they were doing the espn like you said we just popped live in on campus for the midnight yeah. madness it's like i want to see houston i want to see north carolina i want to see kentucky i want to see gonzaga i want to see ucla like we bop around the country, get the midnight madness moments. Amazing. I want to see Ohio was it, State. I forget. Was it always? Was it always? Yeah, Ohio State. We used to always do midnight madness. Um, no, we, Coach Mata was smart enough about it to, uh, to never do it because he was he like, said, "I don't want to compete." Yeah. No, he's like, "I don't want anyone to turn on your TV and see like 
400 people in the 19,000 yeah. seat arena. Because yeah. a football game's going yeah. on. Yeah, that's smart. Because it's probably a Friday night, and the next day there's a football game. Meanwhile, Allen Fieldhouse, they turn the lights on, and it's just like 100,000 yeah, people, just start people showing inside. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Rock chalk. They never leave. Yeah, exactly. They're there right now. Yeah, exactly. They're all literally there right now, yeah. just sitting there, waiting for someone to turn the lights on. Um, also, Kansas football should have been ranked. Egregious. Oh, yeah, they beat. They beat. Well, do you want to take a break and talk about football? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Quick break to get aware from our sponsors. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. And if you're a LinkedIn user like myself, you can just you know find great people, great relationships, see what people have done. And hey, if you got a project, you might find someone that can work with you. And then you can add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're actually hiring and use simple tools like screening questions. Make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Titus. That's linkedin.com slash Titus to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. After all, who doesn't love a great deal, right? And when it comes to great rates on insurance for all things in your life, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners, condos, or renters' coverage. You could save even more with a special discount when you bundle your coverages. Plus, add the easy-to-use GEICO mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and choosing to switch to GEICO becomes an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save today. All right, Tate jumped the gun. Uh, yeah, about sorry. Football. I got excited. I, I was, we were talking I was about Kansas. for the, uh, yeah. the second half here, but um, Carolina lost, dude. The, the, the basketball. <laughs> I thought we were talking about Kansas. <laughs> no, we're talking about it all, dude. We, we've, been, we've been on the, yeah. the basketball blue bud football train for a while. Yeah. Um, and it came to a screeching halt. because, But we knew, to be fair, we, we knew that the dream was going to die because Kansas was playing Duke and one of them had to lose. Yes. And like once that happens... Once one of them takes a loss, the magic kind of unravels. And we don't there. get the graphics anymore. The where graphics like, kind of go yeah, away. Yeah. Um, because then you have to start adding asterisk where you put like Duke is three and one, but like their one loss was to Kansas. So technically the dream, you know. Yeah. So I felt like the dream sort of was dead and it was going to die anyway. Um, but then Indiana getting blown out by Cincinnati and Carolina losing to Notre Dame didn't help anything. Didn't help at all. And uh North Carolina, they opened that game, go for it on fourth and three. Drake May throws a dime to Josh Downs. Carolina goes up 7-0. They stop Notre Dame, which is defense is the worst defense in the country, maybe in the history of football at any level. Pop Warner, whatever it is, worst defense in history. They get a stop. Carolina gets the ball back. You're up 7-0. Could go up two scores. Changes the whole dynamic of the day. They get two opportunities to do this because the defense makes two stops. They don't do it. Then Notre Dame realizes, you know what? We could just run every single time. They got 36 first downs in this game. Notre Dame did? 36 first downs. Like the most first downs they got since 1974 when they ran 80-some times in a game. So anyways, North Carolina makes history by being absolutely abysmal in defense. And uh, 
it was the perfect setting for them to to show the world they were a real football. Why star. don't why don't uh not the, today? Why don't the Tar Heels run a junk defense? Like what what would be the equivalent of like a run and jump? Just like football, that, you remember know that I mean? West Virginia, like three, three, five or whatever, <laughs> yeah. like that, that bullshit. I don't care what it is, dude. I mean, there has to be a better way. And you know what's even crazier? I, I'm not a football. I mean, I like football. I talk about football, host football shows, but I'm not like a football mind. I'm not sitting there and saying like, what are these packages or whatever? But I do know one thing. When some team is running for first downs, five yards of carry at the least every single time, why are you in a nickel package? Why do you have Why do you have all these defensive backs out there that are just getting run over, pile-driven pile by these guys? And I'm like, can we put another linebacker on the field? Can someone... Hello? I think Carolina should just do... I, I, think they, I think you need to come up with a junk defense, and that could be your brand, because I think you could... You could... You could sell it to uh, like the all. You, here's the move: is that you just try to be the highest scoring team in all of football. That's, and that, part of, part of how you yes. do that, though, like I'm saying, you you're already there, but I'm saying this is your brand now. <laughs> you suck, like you lean into sucking on defense. Like you're like yeah. we purposely because mm -hmm. right now we want you to score fast so we get the ball. The back. way you're talking, it sounds like they're actually trying to stop people and they just can't. Yeah, which I'm is saying even worse. Why not run junk like run do a run in, the equivalent of a run and jump defense where you're basically just like blitzing everybody and yeah. just trying to just trying to throw just just spider monkey them, dude. Just yeah. like run around out there with your arms flailing, and 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 they can't know what you're doing because you don't even know what you're doing. Yeah, you know freelance. What I mean? It's just a lot this of freelance. freelance. Everyone's like freelance out there. I do. I want. No, imagine you're a quarterback and you're lining up against North Carolina, and like you're all your training has been like. Look at the safeties. Look, yeah. what, are are they coming uh -huh. up? Or, uh -huh. Are they rolling over? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. send a guy in motion. Are they passing them off? Is uh -huh. they running with? Like, you're you're trying to read everything, but it's chaos on the other side. It's like like the defensive tackle just stood up and is now in the flat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like now they're like just everyone's running in circles. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's an idea. It's something. Yeah. And it sounds like it's not that much worse than what Carolina's doing already. What Carolina's doing right now is bringing in a lot of four and five star guys who, I mean, look, I'm excited when they sign. It's like Mac Brown did it again. Another top <laughs> 10 class. Right. And then they come in and all they want to do is get tape. You know what I mean? They're like, I got to get NFL tape. But in between getting their highlights of the NFL tape, they're totally content to get blocks. Like the, the lines, like they like run into blocks and just sit there, and they're like, "I mean, he blocked me. What do you want me to do?" We, we're just tape. not going to put that one on tape. Yeah, 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 take that, that one, one off the tape. Um, <laughs> so it's a lot of that. But I think you come up with that. You play that defense, and then now you can go recruit all the five-star quarterbacks and receivers and running uh -huh. backs, and you'll say, "We're going to have the ball." The entire game, mm -hmm. we're going to dominate. Like you're going to have an opportunity. You're going to throw. We're going to throw the ball 84 times a game because. Every time the other team gets the ball, they score a touchdown. Drake May threw five touchdowns in this game, no interceptions. He had a fumble, but threw five touchdowns in this game, and they didn't have a shot. Like they weren't even in the game. And Notre Dame had scored forty-five points in three games going into this game, and scored forty-five yeah. against. Carolina, so, you're, so, so Carolina football dead? Is it? Is it? It's, it's not it's dead, dead, but I mean, it's if just you're, one if, of those things where this, this is an easy. Notre Dame sucks. Like let's be if honest. Notre Dame sucks. Like this is a perfect time to win a game, get people on your side. You're four and zero. You get a little momentum. And then you just completely blow it. If you were doing your uh, football podcast that you did last year, was it last football year or two years ago? Last year. <laughs> I th I, I Would believe. you still be doing it at this point? I mean, yeah. Okay. I mean, Bojangles was still in. Bojangles was excited. No, no, no. I just mean, you know, like when you, when. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're like, we've got a top 10 team. I'm like, I know we got a top 10 team. It's Mac Brown, baby. It's what we do. And then it's gone. And poor Sam Howell is like running for his life out there. I mean, it was miserable. But it goes back so to if, the what I'm saying. If, if that was this year, are you hitting the eject button yet? Are you like, no, we're still fine. We're just, we're just losing. No, because you can win the coastal. All right. You can win right. the coastal. So you still might be a football school. We just, we just got to win the coastal. I think Kansas is legit, by the way. 
I think, I think I think they're. Legit. I think they should be ranked. They should be ranked. Yeah, yeah. I th- I thought that was actually really messed up. They weren't ranked. I'm, I I found myself actually every Saturday. Um, well, before Saturday, like as, as the weeks rolling by, I find myself checking who Kansas plays this upcoming weekend, what time they play. It seems like the fans are are excited too. You know what I mean? Like it, it looked like it, you know a lot of times they would show Kansas football games, and it's almost sad when you saw the stadium, sort of like Duke. You yeah, see Wallace Wade. You could always like if you're if you're uh. They were never on like real television. So if you're ESPNUplus.com yeah. backslash, mm-hmm. you know, ESPN can- three Kansas football, <laughs> um, they, the cameraman would always find like one person that's like reading a book mm-hmm. at the Kansas game mm-hmm. or like knitting or, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. Yeah. And it's like raining. They're like, like in a poncho. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and, and the, it's the student run. Like the students are actually filming the game. It's not even a real production on set. Yeah. That's um, pretty much what it is. Yeah. Kansas hosts Iowa State. Is Iowa State good? They got a, yeah, I think Iowa I think State. They're good. Play. Yeah, they, they beat Iowa, right? Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I think their coach is supposed to be good too, right? I can't remember. His name. <laughs> what about NFL stuff going on? Because I, I, uh, I, I, I have this note for you. Please. The, uh, um, we, we were talking about it last week that all the uh, quarterbacks suck. <laughs> so I've become fascinated with this. Nine of the top ten passing leaders in week three, like the guys who, if you took all the, that makes sense, right? Yeah, the, yeah, the guys, yeah, yeah. The most yards passing mm-hmm. in week three. Mm-hmm. Um, nine of the guys out of the top ten lost, and the only one who won was Jalen Hurts. The other guys who led the league this week, just this week, just the uh, just week three. Um, the other people that that threw for a lot of yards all lost the game, and uh, yeah, is so Herbert it makes on you list? wonder. Yeah, yeah. Well, it makes you wonder who's a good quarterback and who's not, because like who's playing for themselves, who's playing for the team, all that. We kind of versus stuff. me. My good quarterbacks power rankings right now. Please, Jalen Hurts number one. Love Jalen Hurts. Uh, I have concussed Tua at number two. I think he's better concussed. Yeah. I think when he gets concussed, he looked calmer. Yeah, he looked like the game was slowing down. Yeah, the pocket him. presence <laughs> went up. Awareness went up. Uh, at number three, I have Cooper Rush, who plays the Giants tonight. The Cowboys play the Giants tonight. I think the- Cooper Rush might end up being Tony Romo 2.0. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but you remember when Romo came in and everyone's like, this is not the guy? Yeah. And then slowly, they were like, wait a second. What do we have here? Do we have a quarterback controversy? Cooper Rush. Um, I think you have to put unconcussed to uh, on the list because he was, he was playing well at number four. Mm-hmm. He was playing well before he got concussed. Because he had thrown one touchdown, right? Yeah, he'd already that. thrown one yeah. touchdown. Uh, at number five, I have Trevor Lawrence, who is uh, might be good. Might be, it might actually be good. Yeah. I do appreciate that Trevor Lawrence seemed to. It seems like this year, without maybe the worst coach in NFL history, he he seems competent again. I am going to go blind when I roll my eye at how hard I'm going to roll my eyes when Trevor Lawrence at some point this season talks about how nobody believed in him mm-hmm. when he was the number one pick. And everyone was not like, only the number one pick. He was the number one recruit of all time. He was like, yeah, yeah, the best it, quarterback prospect. People said that's that ever he existed. was the next Peyton Manning. Like yeah, every single person was like, this guy is the surest thing we've seen in a long time. But I, I, I do get the feeling that at some point he's going to be like, man, it feels good to to have things start clicking after mm-hmm. uh, you know last year when no one believes in me and all that. Stuff, which I guess kind of like fair. Baker Mayfield talking about it. I'm like, you're the number one pick. Sort of fair, I guess, because like last year was was a disaster. Yeah. Um, I wonder what's different this year with. Uh, with Jack, like why, like Jacksonville's really figured it out this year, mm-hmm. and last year they didn't. That's it's pretty cool. Pretty cool to see. So mm-hmm. I like I like how that franchise has turned a corner. I wonder <laughs> what's different. Um, number six, I have Justin Fields, who's two and one, and I think that's all that matters. I think yeah. wins wins are all that matters. Um, and 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 far too often people are forgetting that about quarterback state, and they're too focused on uh you know QBR and uh passer rating and um. Did he complete passes? And did he throw a lot of interceptions? And does he 
is he capable is he able to hit wide open receivers with passes um there's too much talk about that and what they should be talking about is is he a winner and right now justin fields is tied for third in the nfl for wins for wins by quarterback so mm-hmm. um two and one just as many wins as joe burrow and justin herbert combined wow so I don't bus know. yeah uh at number seven on my list i have ken dorsey who uh just showed an, an incredible amount of uh, passion and and tells me he could still play the game at an elite level um by losing his mind in the press box so that's cool right mm-hmm. okay i enjoyed that along. yeah and number eight <laughs> also quarterback the greatest team ever in college yeah right i mean some people say joe burrow and lsu but i think miami I think that Miami team counts. I think like I think that, that's why people are so salty about Ohio State beating them because I think deep down everyone knows that team is better than Ohio State. Even Ohio um, State people will tell you that, that they were better and just Ohio State won that game. Um, that's why it's those, hard those to argue fun, they're the greatest team ever because of that. Though. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Yeah. I, but I think that's why there's such a like people pretend like it was the pass interference call. That's why they're so angry looking back at that game. But I think it's just the general like I don't think there's any scenario where Ohio State wins. Because like you look at the roster that Ohio State had and the roster that Miami had, it, it gets like worse as more time goes by. Yeah, yeah. There's like more disparity. guys that become Hall of yeah. Famers. You're like, wait a second. Um, yeah. So I think when you look back on it, I, I think people get mad because they're like, if if Miami wins that, you you're, you're almost like witnessing history of like that is definitively the greatest college football. But I think that's a good thing though because now it, it opens up some gray area and we can actually argue about it. Because I think if they beat Ohio State by like three touchdowns, it's like an open and shut case. Yeah, everyone's like no, done deal. Um, I like I, I like Joe Burrow enough to let him be like you know if someone's like it's no doubt Joe Burrow and that LSU team I'm like fine I'm not gonna argue but in my mind just because of my age and how much I cared at the time I was like ten years old it's like that Miami team was different but the 2001 Miami team is what people talk about who are undefeated yeah not 2002 2002 they lost to Ohio State yeah. Yeah. yeah so 2001 is a great no but team I'm ever. I'm saying you went back to back like go like, yeah, run yeah, yeah. and run. Oh, well, it's like a lot of the same people were on the 01 I, I just think of them as undefeated as the best team ever. I mean, well, there's a lot of undefeated. Yeah, I mean, yeah there's but not a lot of that Miami that team. Run Some people table. argue USC, right? If they had gone three in a row, now you're talking like, you know, but Miami. <laughs> I'll go Miami. Um, all right. I don't know where we were. Uh, <laughs> we're just talking football, man. This is the best part about it because, uh, I mean, we're talking about the NFL football, obviously, and we have to talk about Rodgers and Brady, right? At some point, that was the big game of the weekend. Even though, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really care that much, but a lot of people seem to be very <laughs> invested in it. You know, a lot of people are arguing about who's the greatest of all time. Well, like, you guys saw that post game interview where Aaron Rodgers is like, "Yeah, I saw something up on the on the uh, jumbo truck. Yeah, and I passed on the information. What do you think he saw? What what do you, what do you see? What happened? I didn't see the interview. He no. said he said after the game, he's like, sometimes you see something on the field. They said he's they had to go for two. Tampa Bay, they came down and scored, but they were down two, so they had to go for two to score. And Rogers like said something like they showed went over and said something to the coach, and then they're like, "What'd you say to him?" He's like, "Sometimes you see something on the field. Sometimes you see something on the jumbotron, and you pass on the information." Oh, cool. Yeah. So, so Rogers basically saw. took credit. He was like, I, yeah, he was yeah. like, this was all me. He was like, I saw the jumbo. But you know, like, um, the, uh, what was it? The snow game, the Raiders, the, um, where, uh, Tom Brady tuck rule? fumbled. The tuck rule game. That's it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Um, Eric Allen was like running by. He's the one, um, he was on the Raiders. He was a cornerback. He was amazing. He was running by and heard the play, like, heard the sideline, heard Belichick say it. So he knew what it was, and that's why they sent that corner blitz. 
and hit Brady, which was a fumble, by the way. Wow. How about that? Yeah. Love so that. Aaron Rodgers is saying he did like something like that. <laughs> something Aaron, like that. Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers did the tuck roll. Yeah. <laughs> I picture Aaron Rodgers like <laughs> So on, is Aaron Rodgers the goat now? Is really Aaron Rodgers is watching his defense and he runs over to the floor as and, and everyone thinks he's telling him something that he's seeing, but really he's just like, Did you know that the CDC actually fudged something? <laughs> something he's, he's like, My guy just called me. I got yeah. more ayahuasca. <laughs> He's like, look, 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 Matt, look at the data. The data says that masks do nothing. They say that we're all sheep. <laughs> look at it. Look at it. My friend Kyrie says, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I had uh, I have, I had Lamar Jackson on my list, too. Oh, nice. Guys. Lamar Jackson. Lamar right? Yeah, he can't throw still. So uh, the jury's still out on whether he'll ever like actually be good at football the way a quarterback should be. Mm -hmm. um, but I think he's like kind of breaking – every he's on pace to like break every record isn't he right now yeah <laughs> like and he's also <laughs> like he's pretty unbelievable because lamar we all know lamar is like you know his legs are working and kill you but still you can't stop it and every single That's, football player like in the league like just football player they're like lamar's the best football player you know he just is playing quarterback yeah it's kind of how cam was you know it's like cam wasn't a quarterback or running back or a fullback he was just a back like he was like i do all this and sometimes his arm would would be something that you wish that you had a, a better version of but lamar figures but also lamar out. jackson sucks in the playoffs and he has he's so these these games don't count so like the only okay. way these aren't legacy games like okay. nothing lamar jackson could throw for a thousand yards next game what do you the ravens front count. office <laughs> that's what they're arguing it still doesn't count until he does it in a playoff game yeah um and then good game managers my list is josh allen and, and justin herbert and patrick mahomes those guys are I, yeah I they know like, how to control i feel the like they had, they're, they're pretty good but you know they're losing right now so like that's not they're not obviously good quarterbacks so. yeah colts beating the chiefs i didn't watch any of it but i just saw the final score i don't know how that could have happened you know what i mean like from what i had seen the prior weeks i just saw the final score i'm like how is that even possible I saw Mahomes is upset after the game, but uh, that that makes no sense. And also the Dolphins beating the Bills. I thought the Bills were going to do what the Steelers did in 2020, where they're 11 and 0, you know, and everyone's like, "Are we are we about yeah. to witness an undefeated season? This is going to be crazy." So the fact they lost to the Dolphins in division to yeah. Now why is why? that? You think they did it on purpose? Why is that? Why would the Bills mm. lose a game, a division rivalry game? Uh, why would Ken Dorsey throw his his stuff in the? Why would a game where the Bills dominated possession? um ran what the, 90 plays yeah <laughs> and uh ken dorsey th threw his you know his headset and had a tantrum and um why is that tate mm. huh mm. interesting huh i don't know manufactured adversity i don't know i mean that sounds like a tom Izzo play if i if i if i know what manufactured adversity is I, I think that that could be something there but ken dorsey's also the man i i don't like people coming to ken dorsey about him getting upset he's allowed to get upset i mean tom brady breaks tablets every week and people are like who are you go. fighting the world sometimes jim are you are you in agreement with this like tate tate seems like fired <laughs> up today he's like just like i don't know I, I don't know if he's yelling at me or who who's who who said who's mad at ken dorsey i've just seen that there's a back i saw kyle brandt did a, and i love kyle brandt but i saw him what did do kyle a, brandt do? he basically did like a little video that's like ken dorsey this is going to be a black mark on his career did he really yeah <laughs> i mean i and i don't know where this is coming from but i just wanted to put it out of the record that me seeing ken dorsey do that i don't know made me like him even more and i and i he i mean he was the quarterback coach for cam newton so i'm obviously a little biased but i love ken dorsey and that fire that passion like it's football. Like, of course he's fired up. And he also quarterback one of the greatest teams of all time in college. So leave him alone. Let Ken Dorsey live. That's my stance.
I don't know. UNC uh, lost. Yeah, I, I yeah. guess. Uh, yeah. UNC did. That's, that's what's going on. The, I mean, at least the Panthers showed up, I guess, the defense. Um, did you see Jimmy G ran out of the back of the end zone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think he did that on purpose because they didn't start him week one? Oh, that's a good. That's I, I think it's uh, I, I Jimmy G. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I actually think that that's like something that could happen more often than it does. And I think there's like a lot of quarterbacks are lucky that we, they, they don't do like, that. They don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Of course. I think it's one of those things that like could happen to anybody, but no, everyone wants to pretend like it can't. And yeah. you have to like, like you have the, to you're be, an absolute idiot. I mean, I will say Dan Orlovsky running five he yards. Was like five, his yeah, crazy. I mean, he was like Forrest Gump running into the tunnel, like full free. And then and then he was like tweeting like redemption or whatever. I'm like, Jimmy G had like half of his foot out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Like you sprinted on the white. <laughs> <laughs> you almost hit the goalpost. <laughs> you dodged the goalpost. In his defense, you're pushing like, security guards out of the way as you're scrambling. Jared Allen was coming in. Like that yeah. guy did not get a block on him yeah that's true too like i that mean it was scary if the choices are look like a moron or get crushed by jared allen that's like, true i would probably i'd probably just take the take safety the, take the safety i mean well, you're literally but... literally running for safety he's like i i have to get away from this i think i think sal said that jimmy g was going to throw a pick six anyway so it was actually a smart move to <laughs> step out of the back of the end zone that's a good call mm-hmm. like yeah that. i i it because it, 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 it's something like when you see it you're like this guy's an absolute bozo that he would do this but um I don't like quarterbacks don't practice that. Yeah. Like, how many times do you think they're drilling? Like, all right, we're going to take a snap at the one yard line. That's and, not and part of the plan. It's yeah, not right. part of the plan. So <laughs> you, you just kind of go up instinct. Situationally at yeah. times. Yeah. And you probably, you know, in your head, you kind of have an idea that you can't go back that much further, but I don't know. Sometimes but like, shit what happens you, but, you step out of bounds. But, and you're dropping seven, you're dropping seven yards anyway, usually. Like, if you're dropping yeah. all the way back. So you're already, you're already moving back to a pretty close I don't mean line. to suggest that it's not a bad plot like it's stupid. we know it's bad it's bad yeah. and Not you gotta bad. you gotta have better field awareness but at the same time i'm surprised it doesn't happen more i really am because i i i feel like it could happen to anybody and i feel like at some point like th- th- there, there's a feeling that only a moron would do that but i don't know i feel, I feel like, like at some point like brady or rogers is gonna do it and then, and then people are like yeah shut up it shut doesn't up. matter yeah it doesn't matter yeah but like J.R. Smith steps on the line, taking the three, you know, and he's out of bounds. Like he just gives the ball back to the ref, and we're like, "Oh, okay, that, that was dumb." But then you move on, and it's no big deal, you know what I yeah. mean? Like it, like it can happen. Like it's hard to be situationally aware all the time, unless you're uh, what's his name. Don't what talk he, bad about J.R. Smith. I never. Although would. he had the other historical brain fart of getting the rebound and taking off the wrong direction. Yeah. In the where does where does finals. where does stepping out of in your mind, Jim? Uh, where where does running out of bounds out of the back of the end zone rank in terms of brain farts? It's not terrible. It's not as bad as like Patino in Kentucky not putting somebody on Leitner inbounding the ball. Really? Oh, you do you think, think anyone bad? will ever do that again? Let let the the inbounder mm-hmm. just throw. But do you think Grant, that, Grant Hill through the pass. Do you think we have the benefit? Oh, uh, Hill, do you right, think it's right, just because right. we have the benefit of hindsight? Like the whole reason we know that you got to put a guy on the ball is because because of Grant, Pitino, that's of that play. Rick Pitino did not do that. Yeah. That's the whole reason people we crushed all know. him afterwards. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it was a big mistake. So you do, okay? Never mind. No, <laughs> no I'm doing, no, I'm doing no, a poor uh, job explaining what I'm. No, I'm sorry. Do, do you think? Do you th- like? I'm. I'm. Do I was? You're the one who's old as shit. I'm mm-hmm. not. I wasn't. A, I wasn't alive then. Do you think at the time it was a mistake? Do Do, do, do you? Think, yeah. Or do you think it's Absolutely. like now? But I mean, it's not. Um. Yeah, but that was like thought out. Like, I don't do you think know. at There's the time everybody's like, how could you possibly do that, or is it like now? I don't. You know, like because because of that play, we all know now. Like, put a guy on on the ball, but at that but point still, in time, do you think a lot of coaches were just like, yeah, I mean, put more defenders down yeah, there exactly. and intercept the pass? Exactly. 
I don't that think was it was. I don't think it was like a, a common knowledge thing where people are like, "You have to put someone yeah. on the ball," you know. Yeah, yeah. And then once that happened, they're like, "You have to put someone on the ball so that, that he can't make That's a, what I'm a saying. football throw." Yeah. yeah. But it is. It is. It is kind of shocking to look back on that now and think, "You just let this man throw wide yeah. open." And and this is coming from two guys that say Rick Pitino is probably the best coach in college, or maybe all of basketball history. You know what I mean? So, but we all have blind spots, and Rick Pitino right there, Grand Hill. Mm-hmm. Chris Weber also is one of the blunders, you know, and mm-hmm. we talk about just big, just brain farts in sports, the timeout. <laughs> he traveled before he called the timeout, though. People forget. He did travel. They didn't call it. They tried to save him. Jim, do you want to, or did you make a list? Do yeah, you I have a couple more. List? What about um, Matt Hasselbeck um, in the playoff game, the wild card game, where he's with Seattle in Lambeau, and he wins the coin toss, and he says, um, we want the ball, and we're going to score? And then he goes and throws the game-winning touchdown a, to the other team. To the, that's pretty bad. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to do that again. Oh, you, yeah. I'm saying what, we're learning from history. You know? Yeah. What What are the What are the ones we learn from history that will mm. never happen? Again? Butt fumble, Mark Sanchez. Wow. Just don't do that. Don't run into the butt. Don't if, run if you see a butt coming your way. Run away. We had a We had a punt butt though, the, or mm-hmm. uh, a butt punt. I guess it would be. Yeah, butt punt. With the Dolphins, right? Mm-hmm. That That happened. Um, what about the Stanford band running on the field? I still think out. that happens. I still think, really? I, I still think there's a world where, cause that, that kind of, I mean, that happened in a, that happens every so often where like, uh, there's, there's time put it like, especially now where they, they stop and review it to see how much time was left on the clock and stuff. I don't know if like the ball will be live though, but like the idea of like the fans running onto a field or a, a court. Yeah. And the last play though, all the laterals. I think crazy. that could happen And the again. guy going through and jumping, he even oh, hit, you mean like, like the score, guy. Like, yeah. like scoring a touchdown. I don't think could ha- I don't know. But the whole band running on the field, I feel like the bands are kind of tough. Yeah. I don't know. I think that could happen again. Your band, I feel like Ohio State could do that, you know? Like you guys could get could get out there, you know, the band's like trying to celebrate real quick and then something were to happen. Okay. Our boys marching yeah. around, eight trips and falls like that yeah. other time. Okay. What about um, Jose Canseco headbutting the home run ball? Mm. Like the fly ball? That one, that, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, Gramatica blowing out his ACL, <laughs> like celebrating a forty-yard field goal. Mm. Tony Finau also in the practice round. You know, when he twisted his ankle at the Masters, turned his ankle, broke his. Who ankle was or the guy on the Lions that was celebrating a sack? And um, that was oh, that was a couple years ago, and was th- those are the those because the, to your point about Gramatica, Jim, I don't I don't think that's going away. I think guys are going to get hurt celebrating forever. Kickers like jumping up and blowing out their ACL, celebrating. That's <laughs> that was ridiculous because they were known for that too. I like, mean, I, would it jump depends around. On, it depends like, on how specific you're trying to. Like, are you saying, yeah, will a kicker jump up and twist his ACL and explode it again? I don't know, but like the idea of a guy having a season-ending injury, celebrating, that'll happen again. That happens. Yeah. That happens enough, right? It could. I mean, I'm trying to think of when it when it's happened though. Getting hurt celebrating? It happens. Right. It happens. <laughs> I, I don't have the, but it happens. Okay. This is going well. Uh, shout outs, close out. Should we wrap the show up and put us all out of our misery here? Uh-huh. Yeah, let's do it. Can I shout out LeBron James of uh, future Ohio State Buckeye fame? I do think uh, he tweeted on the 24th Do I have college eligibility if I went to play another sport besides basketball? How does that rule work? I feel like you should already know this because J.R. Smith is doing it at NCANT, one of his former teammates playing golf now. But I think LeBron has opened the door, and I think he could really help his GOAT conversation by going back to Ohio State, by 
doing something that's totally different than basketball. Field but, hockey. No. Uh, the decathlon. The decathlon. Because LeBron James, the only thing that he has over Michael Jordan is maybe he's the better athlete. No, you know, you know what he does. Prove you, it. You know what he does, and this is like a public service that he does, and it and it it helps Ohio State, but it also is like a uh, it, it's 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 a way for LeBron to stroke his own ego, while at the same time um, making anybody who says he's doing this for his own ego look like an asshole because he can spin it as though he was doing it for someone else. Yeah, which is his favorite situation to yeah, be in. Exactly. You know? He should do track and field and make it make an explicit announcement, like an announcement where he's like, "I'm I'm doing this explicitly because I am trying to beat every single record that Jesse Owens has set." That's Love it. it. I'm doing every every event that Jesse Owens did. I'm going to try to break them. And when you see how hard it is for me to do what he did, you'll now have a greater appreciation for how great of an athlete Jesse Owens is. I love it. Also, guess what? These Olympic sports that don't make revenue. Guess who just got money, baby? Yeah. Olympic sports. So yeah. LeBron James trying to save the industrial complex of college sports. I think that is the play. That's the play. You should, you should do track and field. Yeah, do, do, do the decathlon. Be be the greatest athlete of all time. <laughs> Prove it, right? Um, you saying that you think he should know because J.R. Smith's already done it. You'd, you'd think that LeBron would uh, have a way. I, Brian Windhorst voice. Now, why is that? Why would he tweet that and not just ask mm -hmm. his friends or ask, ask around? Why is that, Tate? Because I think it's he's trying to get people to... to is it maybe because he's not believe. actually going to do this? And it's just maybe. <laughs> well, that that could be true. But also, I mean, have you seen a Goofy movie? I've seen a lot of them. No, like the Goofy movie oh. where Max <laughs> Max goes to college and then Goofy also goes to college, you know? Yeah. I think that's what we have going on with LeBron right now. I think LeBron wants to go to college with Bronny, and I don't blame him. And I think he should enroll. I think he should be in the decathlon. I think he should go win the national championship simultaneously while Bronny is playing for the basketball team, hopefully competing for a national championship. The one thing I do like about James Le Gang. The one thing I do like about LeBron doing this is it uh it opens the door for uh, I, I feel like this was the hot topic like ten years ago when he talked about LeBron is like all the sports he could play and could he be a Pro Bowl tight exactly. end right now? Could yeah. he if LeBron played soccer, would he would we win the World Cup? As yeah. A, as a, and then you'd have <laughs> LeBron playing goalie for Ohio State. You'd have a bunch of uh, a bunch of like football dudes that know nothing about soccer. They're like, absolutely, an athlete like LeBron James playing soccer would Are dominate. You kidding me? Would dominate. Yeah. You Russell could, Westbrook <laughs> was always my favorite. People would always bring up Russell Westbrook. They're like, imagine if Russell Westbrook was our striker. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that'd be crazy. Or Iverson. Iverson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ty Lawson was a striker in uh, high school. He and Nolan Smith played on the soccer team. They were like fastest strikers you ever see. So it does yeah, translate right. in some cases. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm excited about LeBron. I'm glad he tweeted that. And then also Gene Smith, uh, the AD, came out and said, if you want more information, LeBron, I'm right here. Yeah. Ohio State, let's, door yeah. is open. Let's take this off air. And then LeBron quote tweeted and was like, we don't need to. Let's just let's, <laughs> let's have the whole conversation right here I'm on Twitter. Chill, I'm <laughs> chilling. Let's, let's, let's give the fans some entertainment. It's a very welcoming place, Ohio State. Oh, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's back in the this suite. guy's drunk. Um, I want to shout out Dude Perfect, uh, building a one hundred million dollar headquarters called Trickshot Town. Yeah, I, I mean, I uh, remember Dude Perfect, but I, I didn't know they were balling like this. I mean, I guess kids still love them, right? They're, dude, they're doing like the Thursday night football thing. Oh wow, I didn't see all the pregame stuff. They're doing they're doing a broadcast. They're doing like like a, their own separate broadcast, yes, like the main with Amazon. Cast. Jeff Bezos paid like uh, Jeff Bezos probably. It looks like the, he gave him a hundred million dollars. <laughs> they're getting a hundred million dollar headquarters. 
Yeah. The dude well, perfect guy. What does this mean for Donda? I mean, this has got to be this got to be scary times, you know. This oh, could, the dude perfect's gonna start their own. They're gonna start their school? own academy. Their own academy. Yeah, of, a free a parkour free thinkers. That is that is a great yeah. Like, <laughs> Donda's biggest rival are you is a, dude perfect. Are you a dude perfect kid or are you a Donda kid? Like which one? I'm a Donda kid. Um, <laughs> they start recruiting. They start recruiting the uh, the preteens that watch their content exactly. like, to come to their. These eleven year olds are like picking between these two. Uh, when I found out Dude Perfect were Texas A&M guys, it all made sense to me. Like oh, that really? was that was the uh, that was the biggest like aha moment I think I've ever had in my life. Was, I mean, there's there's something a little off about them. Then you find out they're Texas A&M guys, and you go, "Oh, say no more." That all checks out. Yeah, they were college roommates at Texas A&M. That's what yeah. the internet's telling me. Wow. I give it two years before their uh, their HQ becomes a uh, a mega church, though. But they lease it out on Sundays and and down there in Texas. Like, have you have you seen this this uh, the 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 mockups for this thing? No, no, no. Oh, you you have no idea what I'm talking about. We can just move on. I'm pulling. I'm, I'm looking at it right now, though. That, that's what uh, I I'm What's looking it at the headquarters. Flavor Town. It looks like something that Jerry Jones would be a part of. Like you know what I mean? Like this is ridiculous. I also didn't know they had branding like this. 330 foot tower. Oh my god. Yeah. All right. We'll move on. Uh, other shoutouts, Jim. Do you have anything? Uh, Johnny Davis had a baby. It's like a hilarious picture. Yeah, that, that's the thing. You guys were tripped up by that. That, that that's uh that's becoming a thing though, isn't it? Or, or no, is that the first time you've seen that? That a that's guy. The first takes time I've, his... I've I've never seen the guy in the Not hospital in, bed the... in the gown. <laughs> yeah, looking like he just like the gave mom. the birth. <laughs> like he yeah. gave birth. It was like... the first time you guys have seen that. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was wild. Why would he be? Why would you? Do... No, I agree with you. It's insane. But like this, it's I, funny. I had it's I had, I had the funny. moment you had like four years ago when I saw it for the first time, like people started doing it, but I, di I didn't realize you'd never, I yeah, never I don't know. That. I'm not a parent, but like, apparently that's the thing. You have a baby, you take, you, you peel. I don't know if you're like trying to fight your son, like the sun comes out and you're just like, peel the shirt. And you're like, come at me, bro. Or something. I don't know. I don't know why every father is taking a shirt off and holding a baby. I'm sure there's some skin to skin contact. Oh yeah. But it's uh, weird, but it's just that, uh, that very firstborn. Um, it was moment. just funny. And like, him in the hospital bed. It's yeah. Like yeah. Hilarious. When, when I saw like the picture, it. I was like, did Johnny Davis just birth this child? <laughs> like that, yeah. that was like the initial reaction. And then I was like, so thrown off. But then, but then at the same time, like you said, I guess it's more normal. I mean, I have nieces. I, I mean, uh, my brother didn't take a picture like that. Like he didn't get in the bed. Yeah. And, <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I, don't know. Know. I don't know. I, I don't know what protocol is. I like. I wish <laughs> I'm I, out of my depth. I here. wish I could look you in the eye and tell you that that is unusual. Unfortunately, <laughs> it is not. Um, also, are you aware that like when people are having a baby, they will uh, like set forests on fire by popping off fireworks and mm -hmm. say what? Nice <laughs> gender, gender reveals. reveals. Yeah, yeah, but like with the baby thing, do people also like when for a funeral, like get in the casket and like take a picture or something to pretend? <laughs> no, same thing. Dude, I'm, I agree with you. It's insane. It's just like, it, it's it's been around for a while. All right, right? just I, I show us your picture with your baby. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I want to shout out uh, 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 Herm Edwards for planning the story after he got fired that his assistants were... Um, Genius. Were purposely... Did you, did you, you saw term. that? Yeah. That's definitely fake, right? That, that's Herm Edwards. I don't know. Tate passed it on, so yes, probably. I mean, it was the Arizona State beat writer that put this whole story together. That basically there were claims that no, I know the story, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm saying the the like that didn't actually happen. I, There's no I, way that the assistant coaches were actually sharing secrets. With I don't. I would not think so. I mean that that would be like the easiest way to blackball your entire career, from what I would gather. But also, it is 
objectively hilarious. It's like the fact that it did, that it came out immediately after, you know, like you said, it might have been a plant. I think it was Herm Herm Edwards called the some reporter and was like, I, "This is why, and, I, this is why I wasn't winning." <laughs> and Herm's got to go back to the media too. You know what I mean? So this is a great way. It's like I'll give you this story, I'll give you this scoop, and then I'm back. Yeah, it wasn't Herm's fault. They were leaking information. Um, my final shout out: Houston Baptist is no more. R.I.P. Mm. Houston Baptist. I don't know if you saw this. Um, Houston Baptist has changed their name to Houston Christian now. They're HCU instead of HBU. Wow. It is no longer Houston Baptist. It's a tale as old as time. Baptists don't want to publicly... The Baptists who realize that saying you're a Baptist makes you kind of a dork, so you just pretend like you're non-denominational. <laughs> wow. I'm a Baptist, so I hate to see this. <laughs> as a Baptist from the Bible Belt, it's a big mistake. <laughs> What about Stephen F. Austin's football team won their game 98 nothing? Did they really? Mm hmm. Over the Warner Royals. The Pop Warner? Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. going to say, who do they go. play? A high school team? Mm -hmm. um, anything else? Is that it? That's all I got. That's it. I mean, it was a, it was a wild weekend of uh, non college basketball stuff. But I mean, slowly but surely, like you said, we're in practice. So things are going to start coming out. We got to have Andy Katz back, too. We need Andy Katz to give us a preseason update. I need a preseason update. It's about that time. All right, that's it. We'll uh, see you guys Friday.